0: All right, uh, let's do this one more time. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider-Man. My name is Miles Morales. I was bitten by radioactive spider. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. You're listening to the number one podcast and education across the Spider Verse, Steambox.
1: Are those my Jordans? All right, roberto you are back with another Steambox podcast. Today, we've got Young Voices. This is the Young Voices special. We're doing this once a month with my homies at Young Voices. We also have a special guest today, Mr. Carl Bird, the Blurred from Codex Prime Podcast. Famous for interviewing some of my favorite wrestlers, some of my favorite movie stars, and for being a ridiculous local DJ um, here around Rhode Island. Uh, Carl Bird, welcome to the program. Uh, I don't consider myself famous, but I do appreciate that. And then we got the youth. We've got the young voices themselves. Young voices, students, get your energy together. It might sound flat as hell, but I don't care. Please say what's up to the world. <laughs> and how and how it sounds as it goes mute as soon as it goes flat <laughs> soon all soon it uh congratulations Congratulations, uh, you guys are on the number one podcast in the world in education. Last week was dope. We had a conversation about the conflict in Palestine um, and we solved it. We solved the crisis. So we did all Joe Biden's work, so there's no problems no more, everybody. Everybody, you guys can thank, you guys can thank Steambox. I know uh, Mr. Carl Bird, my girlfriend introduced me to him. Uh, she's a, a friend of their podcast, and I've been checking out their podcast ever since. They did uh, hip-hop tournaments to try to figure out, like, who was the best producers. What other, what, what were your favorite podcasts that you did, Carl?
0: Oh man, let me see. Uh, the producers one was was a lot of fun, even though like I caught a lot of slander. Like afterwards, when I posted the results, uh, there was the um black T- the black TV sitcoms was a good was a good tournament, and um one friend of ours, Patrick Hickey Jr., who was a uh, video game historian, a voice artist, uh, and a professor, was uh one, and we've been getting a lot of like a lot of people who just given such a plethora of knowledge and dropping a whole bunch of gems as of late. So, um, I can't really just pick one. Like I, there's just been so many good ones that I've been, uh, that I've been fortunate enough. Uh, Lloyd Attawaii, who is a uh, cousin of your, uh, reigning defending WWE universal champion, Roman Reigns. Uh, We had him on the show before as well, and we became uh, very good friends after that. So, um, yeah, it's just been been a lot of people. I just enjoy picking brains. So, um, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to pick just
1: one. That's what we're here to do today. We're here to pick your brain. Uh, Thank you for using two-peso words on us like plethora. Uh, Thank you for that. We're going to start with uh, Bricia over at Young Voices Now These students. These students are, we're testing, we're doing some testing for podcasting with Young Voices, and we wanted to get some of their voices out, not just in general, but next month, we've got a mutual friend. A friend of yours is going to be on their podcast next month. I'll give you a hint. He's a wrestler and a local lawmaker. Oh, David Morales. Boom. Also, <laughs> I could have just said uh, Latino Spider-Man in Rhode Island, right? And You probably also... Yeah, that would have went Sure or false, David Morales showed up at a Codex Prime event dressed up like Spider-Man.
0: He did. At our 300th episode, he did show up at dressed as Spider-Man. This and is why he the stage as well.
1: Before you leave, at the end of the program, I'm going to ask you what question Carl has for David Morales. So we could start there with him next month. <laughs> but right now, right now, I want to know what question. These students are going to be asking you questions since they're exploring podcasting. What question do we have for a successful podcaster, somebody who already had the 300th show? So, Brissy, let's start with you. What question do you have for Carl?
2: So, I was wondering, who was your favorite person to interview and why in your podcast?
0: I, uh, like I said before, I couldn't just pick one. I'll probably say in recent history, I would say Patrick Hickey Jr. He's a uh, he's a voice actor. Uh, who did the, uh, the, all the voices in the WrestleQuest game. Um, he's also a uh, a journalist, a professor. He owns his own comic book company called Legacy Comics. Um, so, yeah, and uh, he told, uh, like, a lot of the information that he uh, tells us. He also writes a video uh, series of books called uh, Mind Behind, Minds Behind the Games, where he had interviewed so many uh, game developers of the past. And um, yeah, and he just drew, dropped, you know, so many gems. I mean, I look at, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I see his room, his office, and it's just video games everywhere. Uh, one one piece of information that he did drop on us was the story of the Death Jam Vendetta and Fight for New York games. Wow, the first two were so great. And the last one was God Awful. So that was a story that I always wanted to know and finally he just gave us that answer and I've been happy with that ever since. So he's been definitely one of my, one of my favorites. As I scroll through your page, I'm seeing you with like the first main
1: event woman's wrestler for WWE. I'm seeing you with Triss Stratus. <laughs> I, I saw that you were with Adam Cole, baby, and uh, his, his girlfriend, Dr. Brick Baker, DMD who was AEW champion. Um I see you with all of these like dope stars. It must be hard to pick among them.
0: Yeah. Um I you know they each have like a you know they have a there's a, a unique story to each and every one of them. Like I remember remember uh Adam Cole, he introduced me to him as his real as his real name and I was just so confused like I didn't know I don't know what to call you now. Uh Trish Stratus you know I tried to be as professional as possible and I reached to shake her hand and she says nope give me a hug so I can honestly say I hugged Trish Stratus and 15 year old Carl was hitting backflips <laughs> that's that's wild to me uh, it wasn't just Trish it was her rival uh, Lita yeah Lita as
1: well her uh, rival Lita as well um, Eurissa, who is who's
0: next for us? what advice would you give um, for any up and like new podcasts um, my advice is be, i would say just find your niche and just be consistent you know if you're consi- if people see that you're consistent and stay true to yourself you're consistent you're you know you're true to yourself people will eventually people will come and invest in you and you will be giving them something that's worth their investment what does what does find your niche mean? Uh, finding your niche, I would say, it's like finding like, okay, what makes you you, and then what makes what would make your podcast stand out? Because there's a million and one podcasts out there. Um, you just gotta find out. All right, what is it that makes your what was it what is it that will make your particular podcast special, and what would make it stand out? So people would say, Hey, oh, I know I can go to Steambox, or I can go to this podcast, or I can go to that podcast. Oh, they're my favorite. I like these people. They're my favorite. So
1: Eurissa's organization has uh gambled everything on the importance of youth voice, young voices. So I think they already have their niche. I think they're ready to go with that. So I appreciate that question. I wanna expound on um Carl, for our audience who might not know, and for some of the people in the room who are unaware um, about Codex Prime, he is teamed up with uh Victor Omayo. Shout out to Victor. Happy birthday to Victor. Congratulations on your nuptials, upcoming nuptials to Victor. Uh, he is our dude. And Victor and Carl, by the way, if you're thinking it's really nice to grab somebody who's just like you for a like-minded conversation. The students at Young Voices. If you're thinking about other people in the room right now who are just like you, Victor and Carl couldn't be further apart. So they are so different. They are they are so they are the opposites. Their personalities are. are opposite. What makes that work? How can you be with somebody who uh,
0: is your opposite and make it work? Answer. Because if you agree, if you guys agree all the time, then your podcast will be boring. You know, if some disagreements, that's what meshes well. It, because I'm, you know, the more, yeah, I'll go, you know, I'll go inside with Vix, just, well, nope, 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 that's not it type of person. It, it makes it very interesting dynamic. And the banter is just off the It comes off often pretty, you know, pretty often hilarious. So it's, um, and I think that's one thing that people have told us that they appreciated about our show. I've witnessed
1: it before. They are so different that I've seen Victor and Carl, like I've seen one of them attack the other one's like black credentials, right? Okay. I've seen them go like like bro, you're not welcome at the cookout, like that kind of thing. It gets so real with them. Um, so think about your friends who you're always arguing with, not the ones who you always have the same things to say, but the ones who you have the opposite to say, that actually tends to make the best podcast, taking it back to your question, Adrian. Eurisa, who's next for us?
2: so Kyle oh okay I uh, Hello. not long? how long her I so black okay wow <laughs> so all of us know was what inspired you to you know, or just make a that themselves? oh what is
1: what inspires me um Carla, can we can we time out Carl I just want to point out that I was just talking about you challenging other people's black card and whether or not they're welcome at the cookout and then she starts her question with holla. Like, she's like, <laughs> oh,
0: yo, she's really trying to get invited to the cookout. Oh, she, she, she's welcome to mine. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> People don't say holla. I don't think the kids say holla like that anymore, so.
2: Yes, no, I said hello, because I didn't know what else to say. Hello.
0: Oh, she said hello. Oh, she said hello. Oh.
1: yo, I'm so happy I'm not in that room right now, because, like, she would have, she, I didn't want stuff thrown at me, so I'm just playing. FYI, I'm just playing. <laughs> I want stuff thrown at me. That's a great question. Carl, I'm sorry, Becky.
0: Okay, what inspires me to do a podcast? Uh, it's just, you know, there's so much that is going on within like the nerd verse that it's just, I can't wait to talk about it. It's just as simple as that. Like, all the news, whatever, what new video games came out, whatever movies came out, what's going on in wrestling, I cannot wait to talk about it. So that's what drives me every single week.
1: My homie from the, who just asked the question, who I mistook. Uh, hello for Holla. Uh, apologies for me mistaking that, but my question is, right, if he's talking about starting with the things that you're passionate about, that's where Steambox usually starts from. So what are the things that you're passionate about? He's talking about nerdverse, right? So in the yeah. nerddom, what things are important to him, what things are important to you in, like, culture? Like, what's your jam?
2: Like,
1: oh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For the question to ask her, yes.
2: Oh, beta. Okay. Oh. Uh. I think that's where we are, animation and art and character design and stuff like that. Do you have a favorite anime? Worst.
1: <laughs> and why is the correct answer Death Note?
2: Huh?
1: <laughs> and why is the correct answer Death Note?
2: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love Death Note, but actually my favorite anime is Mob Psycho. Yo, Mob yeah. Psycho's dope
1: too. Mob Psycho's the same people who made um, who made One Punch Man, and One Punch Man is my Jam. Carl, are you everything nerd
0: except anime? I'm casual anime. So it's like I know about them, but I haven't I haven't really like found one that I just wanted, I wanted to skit, you know, binge watch, dive deep into. I mean, I thought about getting into One Piece, but I don't even think I have the time to get into One Piece. You don't have the time to watch 800 episodes? I don't understand why you don't have the time. I am not
1: nine month <laughs> Unlike unlike um, Death Note, Netflix actually did a really good job with One Piece. So if you wanted to catch up and watch several episodes, you might start there.
2: How how is it like, uh, talking to all these different kinds of people?
0: Talking to all these different what?
2: All these different kind of people, like those people that you interview.
0: Uh how is it? I I enjoy it because I look at it as this every person that you meet is a new learning experience so whether it's good or bad you have a chance to learn something new from that particular person so i always keep that mentality and just try to and uh yeah i keep that i keep that mentality and i just try to you know live off of that
1: is anybody there is anybody there nervous to ask a question today is anybody there nervous to be on a podcast? You guys are all pretty comfortable. Yeah. Oh, you, she raised her hand and she's the one who I was like, holla. <laughs> the, the first one I was talking, she was the one who raised her hand. Um, I want to tell you the first the first thing that is really exciting to me about Carl is um, Carl is like, do you remember, you, re- you guys know Pumpkin Jack. <laughs> <right?"> <laughs> I do not know Pumpkin Jack. Nightmare Before Christmas. All right, right. So he gets to, when he gets to, when he gets to Christmas Town, he's like, what's this? What's this? Yo, Pumpkin Jack was excited about everything in Christmas Town. And Carl is always excitable. Carl is always excitable on everything. And that's one of my favorite, like, it's such a positive energy to be around somebody who's just always so excitable. Um, I find that infectious. One of the reasons I love putting you in front of students, Carl. All right. I also found that Carl was pretty nervous the first time I put him in front of students. And then he's doing the 300th and he's also at Comic-Con and doing a room. How, what was the biggest audience that
0: you had? Well the biggest audience that I have? I've had was probably the first AEW panel. We which noticed. was in. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I was terrified, <laughs> Terrified. But believe it or not, I actually, I have a fear of public speaking. I think it was the same day I met you. I do kind of believe it, but it's wild. Are you at least more comfortable now? A little little more, yes. Um, But there's still always that, all right, I don't want to mess up, I don't want to mess up. And I just kind of just get out there and just go and just do it. Whether they admit it or not, somebody in that room right now, Carl, somebody
1: at Young Voices or somebody in our (laughs) audience, somebody in our audience is afraid of public speaking what's one piece of advice that you would have
0: for them? What, or one thing that you want to say to them? What works for me is that I do not look, I pretend to look at everybody, but I kind of look at their heads, like above their heads. Oh,
1: you make it, you take it so it's not personal. That's interesting. Right. Uh, Yarissa, who's next?
2: Proud songs. Yeah. Oh, well, How long have you been like doing podcasting?
0: How long have you been podcasting? We started in 2015, so we're about eight year yeah, eight years, almost nine. It'll be nine years in May. He's my brother. Did you say same as your brother? It is my brother. Yeah. Wow, that's an extra great. That's a that's an additional great here I just got. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're getting old
1: man. Do you still get nervous when you're, do you get nervous DJing? Do you get more nervous DJing or
0: less? Uh, Less because I'm not talking. But I do get nervous because when I DJ, I always have like, there's a couple of sets that I do that I just kind of stick with and they always, they just always work. But then what I think of, I have no clue what I'm going to play or how the night's going to go. So I kind of just get, I'm like, oh my god! Hopefully, is this gonna is is this gonna get over with the crowd? Is, uh, is the crowd gonna like this? Oh, uh, especially if I want to try something new, uh, that is nerve wracking. And whether it hits or not, it's just taking a chance. And
1: I used to try to sneak nerd things into the into the sets when I was DJing. So even at like a wedding or something, I would have like Killer Instinct sounds in the background. You know what I mean? Or a sound clip from a video game looped in. Uh, but that's the kind of
0: a-hole I am. I did that recently. I did that recently. With, uh, I was DJing a college party. And is anybody familiar with Beyonce's song, Heated? They've never heard Heated. They
1: actually don't yeah. know who Beyonce is. Do you want to mention who yeah. Beyonce is?
2: Well, we don't listen to in the eye. Wait, y'all don't know who Beyonce is? I don't know who she is. That just- is Oh, where? <laughs> Oh,
1: we don't need that. Was my hair? <laughs> is that Jay Z's wife? No, I'm just
0: kidding. I'm just kidding. yeah.
2: <laughs> I know that. That's all I know.
0: Yeah. So wait. So what happened with this song? So there's a part of the song which is towards the end of the song where uh, she raps, but it's kind of just it's very loud, like loud, and it's very it's a very loud and it's a very aggressive song. And one of the parts is da 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 something like that. And so I decided to try to blend it with Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana.
2: <laughs>
0: and I was the only one who popped in the room.
1: That's the beauty of it. The beauty of it is doing when you're DJing and you're DJing just for you. That's when it's beautiful. That's when it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Because they can't make me play Macarena one more time. And I'm sure it's different for you because I quit DJing before these students were born. But... <laughs> But if somebody asked me to play Macarena or, uh, the electric shuffle or slide one more time,
0: I'm, I'm done with that. How do, you, how do you handle criticism? Was that? Oh, how do I, am I scared to get, you know, receive criticism? Uh, I welcome it. And yeah, I welcome it. I try to be fair about it. Um, Sometimes it can be harsh and kinda sometimes it does hit me hard, but I do I definitely do try to be fair about it. and fair and receiving it. I should say. What's the worst criticism that you've gotten? Uh oh, the worst criticism? It probably it was the way and this was the early days of the podcast where I would like review the way I would review things. It would just sounded so it was so bad. Oh God, if she if you go out our archives you can listen to how bad like I would review like a video game or a movie. It's like I would say something like, "Oh, it's like Call of Duty, but it isn't" and something like that. So what I would do is somebody suggested that I re- I wrote up a like write a cheat sheet and I've been doing that ever since and it's been a huge help.
1: Yo, that see that's the kind of tangible advice that all of these students can use moving forward. I will tell you that with podcasting I have a cheat sheet every single time that I come in. And not only is it filled with notes already, but it gets new notes. Carl, I don't know if you know this one, but let's say somebody said something right now that was terrible. Or let's say that your baby came in and was a monster and just knocked your microphone around and made a horrible noise. Well, I could be like, all right, this has been recording 27 minutes, and I got that little note, so when I go ahead it, boom, 27 minutes. Also, the baby heard me talking about her being a monster, and now we got Kaiju happening right in the room. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the question. So, I want to ask back to you, and I know it was harder to hear. Um, how do you handle criticism and what do you do about it?
2: I'm not saying that I don't care because I can take care of criticism, but like if it's something bad, I really don't care. Like, I don't think that I'm much offensive them do it. All
1: right. She lets it, she lets it slide. She lets it slide. Does <laughs> Victor criticize you? Because Victor is your contemporary. He's your partner oh, all the time. He criticizes you. Oh, what's like. What? He ever say anything that's like that's like just trying to be, uh, just trying to keep it moving, trying to be
0: forward and helpful. But he ever say something that stings a little? Has he stop ever- interrupting? He, he told me to stop interrupting him one time. And I his thing, I get so excited. Sometimes depending on the subject, I get so excited about what it is then like I'll interrupt it. And for the longest time, I didn't even realize I was doing it until like he just said, "Can you please stop interrupting me?" I'm like, "Okay."
1: Damn. I hear that. I hear that. Eurissa, who's next? What's
2: it like being a father or being
0: a was it like being a, a father and a podcaster? <laughs> My girl looks at me. It, it's a very interesting that it was very interesting. Um, I mean, it's you want to get as much time with her. You know, I do want to get much time with her as possible, but I, but it does make you grind harder. And for you know, she was able to see me at the panels on at, at, um, at Comic-Con this year, even though everybody just kind of like uh, she just took all my attention. <laughs> um funny story about that, uh when we was backstage, we was in between panels. I forgot which panel. Oh, it was uh I believe I was getting ready for the adventure time panel and I was completely ignored and it was just all about, oh no, I was getting ready to introduce logic. And before that, the uh, panel for the original Ninja Turtles uh, cartoon, the voice actors were having one. And so when they were ending, I was holding the baby. The baby was, you know, feeling a little hangry. So one of the voice actors from the Ninja Turtles, I want to say it was Donatello, but don't don't quote me came over and started doing some voices and made the baby smile. That is, that's wild. That is, that is wild. So you got voices
1: of the Ninja Turtles happening. What is, what is your life? Did you guys notice that he also, that he also like threw in there that he was introducing Logic? Now, Logic is very important to me. I, I like to speak with Logic, but you aren't talking about, you were talking about the rapper Logic. You introduced the rapper Logic Yes. I and mean, that's just a throwaway
0: sentence that you use oh yeah I was just yeah because i, I didn't mind. get it really because i wanted to do a panel with him you know me coming from hip-hop and him being a hip-hop artist you know i didn't want to have a conversation to pick his brain but he had his you know own ideas for what he wanted to do which you know which is cool but he gave me you know i had the honor and privilege to at least um introduce him and of course like the second he walked in he sees Jasmine. And it was just, oh, who is this? Oh, I'm here to introduce you, but here's my daughter Jasmine. <laughs> the, all the places you will go.
1: So, if anybody in the room, any of the young voices, are interested in, uh, in podcasting beyond our next few months together, and it's something that you wanted to do independently, I would encourage it. You guys could let me know. I'll be happy to help you. Uh, I can hook you guys up with Carl, who will probably respond and be able to help you too. Carl, did I ever tell you that I used this platform to talk to one of my favorite actors? I probably mentioned. I said he was the most boring guest we've ever had, right? Did I tell you Ty that? Mac. Mac, who was Bruce Leroy, right? He's a Kung Fu star. He dated Janet Jackson. He should have all these interesting stories. He didn't. But before that, I had met him at an event, and at this event, it's, uh, it's the after party. It's super late at night. I don't drink, but other people were drinking. And uh, I ran into Ernie Reyes Jr. Do you know who Ernie Reyes Jr. is? You know Ernie Reyes Jr. is a kung fu star, but he's in movies, right? so he he was actually he played uh some of the Ninja Turtles, not just one. he also had a separate part in the movie. um and he was in the Time act movie. So when I saw this dude in the after party thing, he was talking about being an MMA fighter and I was but this dude is like five feet nothing, right? He's yes. like very small. And I was like, oh, I thought that was just acting. He was like, no, it's for real. I was like, nah, it can't be. I mean, he was like, no, it's for real. You want to try me? And I was like, for real? And he was like, yeah. So I tried him. Yo, young voices, the students in this room, let me tell you, I went at this five foot nothing actor and he was like, try to swing on me. So I'm not going to try to hurt him. So I just went with a little swing. This dude put me on my ass at two in the morning. he put me on my ass and humbled me real quick. (laughs) So, we got some Ninja Turtles bond between Codex Prime and Steambox and now Young Voices. Um, I feel like that was the last question as we go around.
2: Yorissa, is there another one that I missed? Yeah, we definitely have some more questions coming in. So, we'll... yeah, I, I, don't know. I didn't see it. Yeah, please go ahead. I just asked the podcaster, the DJ artist, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if you have any questions.
0: Just one. Can can I? Ask you can ask one question.
2: But, <laughs> what about you? Oh, I know, but like she just came in, you know. To give her the light. <laughs> oh, okay. Last question.
1: We'll come. We'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. You'll have your question ready. Does anybody else have a question ready to go? Go
2: ahead. <laughs> um, have you DJed at like a high school? And if so, was it difficult for you to like you know fit in? Not like you're Damn. old. And... Call me old. The the younger people listen to like I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard of Joe. You've heard of Joe before? Yes. Yeah, I, I, like...
1: I yeah. um, but I'm I can't wait to tell Victor this. I can't, I can't <laughs> wait to tell Victor called they call it Carl old.
0: Yeah, um, it is very challenging. Uh what it, as a one of the reasons why I'm not I'll do i DJ a sweet sixteen. That's what I usually get. But um it, it's very it's very hard because it's hard to keep up with what's going on nowadays because nowadays music comes out so 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 fast where it, you know, back in our day and sorry, Vic, sorry, Vic and sorry, Roberto, but back in our days, like an album will come out. You can sit on that album for at least like two months until like the next one is ready. Whereas it's like, it's hard. It's kind of hard to keep up with is like somebody will put in request. Oh, do you have a so-and-so by little so-and-so? And, and I feel like that's really a rapper's name. So, <laughs> um, and, I wouldn't have it, and they will be. Some people will be so pissed because I didn't have it, but the song probably came out probably a half hour ago.
2: (laughs) Oh, you know Uzi. Uh, I was I was imitating him because he's a little Uzi fan. I went to his concert,
1: so yeah. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys haven't DJed, then you're missing out on this experience of having some a hole walk up to you in the middle of you DJing and then asking you about somebody that nobody ain't never heard of. That ain't nobody heard of. Or some one hit wonder from 11 years ago, right? And just be like, oh, you got that song Chakaron? You know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about Chakaron? Yeah, I know the song, ain't nobody here wanna hear it. If I play this <laughs> song right now, I will never be DJing again. What are you trying to talk? And they get so mad. Why? Dude,
0: they do. As a matter of fact, they, because you don't have that one song, they will insult your credibility as a DJ. It's happened before.
1: Even if even if you know that playing that song would be DJ Suicide. Even if yes. you know it will be DJ Suicide. Yes. Um, I want to take a few minutes before before we wrap up. I'm gonna take a few minutes with you guys to prepare you guys for next month. Probably do that off the air. We did have somebody walk in. Did that person have a question ready to go? Go once. Going twice, Carl. Next month, we have, um, we've got uh, David Morales, local Spider-Man, state rep, RWA, former world champion. Uh, what was that stand for? Uh, oh, the Alliance. hype? Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Uh, I was going to take Bricia. Bricia's the one on your screen right now. I was going to take Brissia to their event this weekend. And he canceled, bro. I was on the way, and I was like, yo, we going? I got five students with me. Ready. He was like, oh, you didn't get the email? Bro. All right. Uh, We're going to handle that. But what other questions, what questions should we ask him from Carl? We should say, oh, this comes from Carl of Codex Prime.
0: Oh, well, I missed out on actually getting a title shot. But when can I actually get a match? Wait, you trying to get in the ring? Yes. Carl is
2: trying That's to get so. in the ring.
0: I Wait, did. Tra- it, I
2: too? I wrestle for. I can, depending on his weight class, I could take him. Yo,
1: oh. I... I... Uh, well, yeah. His weight class is small. You can definitely take him.
0: uh Fun fact: I did train. I did train to be a wrestler years ago, but I did what? what?
1: By the mat. Y'all can't embarrass me though because before he was flaking on us, we were flaking on him. I had a student who always wanted to be a wrestler and he was doing all the training and all that stuff. And I sent him, he said, I'll put you on. You can come join my organization. And my student halfway backed out. He was just like, nah, I can't do it. There you go, lost opportunities. So uh, you wanna know when, Carl Bird wants to know when Carl Bird can get in. He wants a match, he wants a match.
0: You don't wanna be a lumberjack on the outside of a match. You wanna be in the match. I, I will take some bumps. Yes, I will regret it in the morning. But one more time. What's one your, more time. Your wrestling ego. What's your wrestling ego's name? I'm
1: pro- I was. A, I'm a DJ. <laughs> I'm a wrestling DJ. Carl the DJ. Yep. DJ. All right. All right. Carl the DJ. What's your What's your move?
0: And How entrance. Call it, oh, uh, okay. My entrance song will be a song called Plan B. By Just Blaze and it's from the soundtrack of NBA Street Volume Two. Okay. Uh and I will call the move the 401 and Done, but it's like a modified uh swinging net netbreaker.
1: The four oh one and done. But it's yeah, what's your moniker? What's your character name in the ring? My God. I don't know. It's my God. My god is that's a <laughs> egotistical name to
2: yeah, because I, I have so many ideas, especially when my uh, gamer friends call me Brie-legal.
1: Say, say that one more time. Brie-legal. Real eagle?
2: No, oh, you don't. Know, oh, my God. nickname is Brie, B-R-I. Brie. Yeah, and then legal, and it sounds like illegal, but it has my name.
0: We Brie-legal.
1: Brie-legal. Yes. I like it. I hope they don't make you do some lawyer character or something. That might be boring. Oh no, no, it will be. Anybody else got a wrestling moniker over there? You guys know what you're doing. You are wrestle. What's your? What are you, you jump in the ring? What are you doing?
2: Crying? I don't know. I <laughs> <You> said crying. <laughs> Never wrestle the damn. I do That looks funny. I love not those. I wouldn't have one. I didn't really. Don't. Key moment right there. It was so <laughs> funny am
1: all over. I'm <laughs> from East Providence, so my final move is traffic. And then everybody just <laughs> can't leave the arena. There's nothing you can do for hours. Carl, um, Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, you're off the hot seat. I want to also say shout out to, um, I want to say shout out to your girlfriend. Uh, she's dope. I got to meet her one time um, or twice. I think once, once or twice, I got to meet her once or twice. She's dope. I actually want to spend more time with her and I can tell that she did mad work taking care of this baby just now while you're doing while
0: you're doing this. She's been baby. working all day. She's been working all day. The baby's been under the she's been under the weather the past few days. So she's been she's she she's a real MVP in she, this relationship. That's what I wanted is. to get at. I wanted to make sure she got
1: her flowers. The real yes. MVP. They go straight from Roberto, straight from Stevie. straight from
0: Young Voices. <laughs> Between taking care of the baby and putting up with me, she's definitely an MVP. Next time you on the be weird right now. Next time you on the
1: podcast, you're gonna have to talk to us about meeting Sylvester Stallone over in Philadelphia. And uh, I did not meet him. I just missed it. I just just missed it. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, all right, uh, young voices, please stay tuned. Uh, hang out one uh, for just a few minutes. I'm gonna hit stop recording, and we're gonna talk for a few minutes. Everybody, please say peace out to Carl and the world. See you later, Carl. All right. Thanks for having me, y'all.